this is the Vanilla Wafer Podcast here from Reno, Nevada. Keep up to date with all your NASCAR news results and future scheduling here on this podcast. Now, here's your host, Tyler Villanueva. What is up, guys? This is Tyler Villanueva. Thank you guys so much for tuning in here in the first week of April. Hope everybody's doing well and is learning to deal with the current situations as it's affected everybody, especially the racing world. However, we still got some exciting stuff going on. First and foremost, let me introduce this channel. This may be the first time most of you may be listening to this, so let's get down to it. This is going to be a NASCAR podcast. This is where I'm going to talk about the results, also future predictions, maybe some rankings, also have a little bit of fun here. I am super excited to get this started, and what better time to get it started when I have absolutely nothing to do with my life since I am furloughed at the moment. Woohoo! Unemployment is great. Um, let's first start off with the news. Starting off with some depressing news for our race fans. Looks like the Gen 7 car, the new car that they were going to launch that's basically a hybrid NASCAR, is now going to be delayed to the 2022 season. It was originally going to launch in 2021, but sadly, due to the virus delaying a lot of the testing, they have decided to move it a year forward. So for us fans who were slightly erect at getting a brand new car, we're now going to be limp for another year because they have to delay it. Now moving on to a bit of a more exciting news, eNASCAR at Texas O'Reilly 125 Virtual World becomes the most watched sportscast of the weekend beating reruns. You know, it's not too hard to beat that, but you know what? Us NASCAR fans, we've been getting a lot of slack ever since 2005. That was our peak, and ever since then we've been declining downhill with our left turn excitement. So you know what? We'll take the W. You can suck it, NBA, for your reruns. Joey Logano, driver of the number 22, his foundation has now partnered with Elevation Outreach to help out with the coronavirus as they have now a million dollars funded to help battle the COVID-19 situation. So that's really nice of them. I'm still not going to be a Joey Logano's fan. Brandon and Russ, if you're hearing this, uh, I'm not going to change my mind at all. But you know what? Good for them to actually help out in these tough times. Seven-time champion and probably the best driver in the 2000s era might be delaying his retirement as Jimmy Johnson, driver of the number 48, says if the schedule gets any more condensed than it already has, he might delay it into the 2021 season being his final. You know, that would be really exciting um, to see Jimmy Johnson actually have a full season because ever since Jeff Gordon, driver of the number 24, retired in 2015, retirement seasons have been kind of a joke, honestly. We remember Tony Stewart, he broke his back at the beginning of the year, missed the first few races. Dale Earnhardt Jr. had a concussion, he missed most of the season, as well as Casey Kane, his final season, he uh, suffered dehydration in one of the races and said he was done for the rest of the season. Now Jimmy Johnson retires, and we have the whole world dying because of a virus, so... You know, let's hope that Jimmy Johnson maybe delays it for the 2021 season. I'd like to see him have a good season for the seven-time champion. But we will see what his sponsorship says, what his owner says, and of course, what he says. 
And that concludes the news here in the racing world. Obviously, there's not much going on because we're watching drivers drive around in a computer simulator. That's better than nothing. Now let's move on to the top 10 rankings. This is where I rank the top 10 drivers currently racing in the iRacing program. I'm not going to include races that were basically live in a sense um, because the person who's ranked near the top is a driver who I would rank 38th because his equipment in the main series is absolutely garbage. So let's get into the top 10 rankings. Now, before we get into this top 10 ranking, I do have to share some really, really sad news. This just came in and, well, depends on who you are, but I don't think we need the Funkalicious music for this. I think we need some depressing music, so cue the depressing music. There we go. If there's no music right now, I'm going to kick my, um, my own ass because I'm the one who's supposed to be doing the music. So, here's the sad news. Drivers who are in the lower divisions, Xfinity, Craftsman Trucks, ARCA, and other series, will not be able to race into the top event on Sunday's showdown. I know, it's it's tragic. People like Ty Majeski, um, Chase Briscoe, who didn't even make the race in Texas, but it's still tragic, still sad. They will not be able to race here, so I have to take them off my top 10 rankings. I'm sorry, guys, I'm sorry. You're going to get a name in the top divisions, but you know what? Just because you're in the lower divisions, that means we don't want you on here. So very sad for them. We're going to have to keep them off for now. So definitely the biggest loser is anyone who's not in the Cup Series. You guys are officially scrubs and out of my ranking. So all right, all right, all right. Let's get away from that depressing stuff. And now let's get into this ranking system. Now let's focus on the drivers really quick who are outside my rankings. They're close, but not quite there. They just need to show me a little bit more talent. Starting off with Bobby Labonte in the number 19, coming back from retirement, racing in this iRacing League. He's been doing really good, but he's only been finishing between 11th and 20th right now in these first two races. Can't put you in the top 10 if you can't get a top 10, but he's doing really good. He just needs some better results. Ross Chastain in the number six, replacer of Ryan Newman ever since that Daytona 500 incident. He did really good at Homestead, but did not show any talent at all at Texas. In fact, he finished 27th. I had to bump him out. You can't do that crap, especially in top 10 rankings. John Hunter Nemechek, again, good at Texas, not good at Homestead. He's showing his talent, but let's put him outside just for now. Bubba Wallace in the number 43 in my top 10 last week, not in my top 10 this week. Again, he was just like Ross Chastain. They held hands back in the 27th, 28th position. And then Clint Boyer, the in-race analyst, making us all laugh, but he's not showing too much talent compared to these top 10. So I'm going to leave him outside, but he's very close. Finished outside the top 10. I think he finished 12th, so he's close, but not close enough. Let's get into the top 10s. In the 10th position, we have Matt DiBenedetto in the number 21 machine. He was in the hunt last week, but you know what? He's been showing a lot of talent. He did finish outside the top 10 this race, but, 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 he did run mostly in the top 10 throughout the entire race. 
his final result, he just got into some uh, trouble. So I'm going to put him 10th. He also did really good at Homestead, got a top 10. Let's put him in the 10th spot. He gains two positions. Gaining four positions in the number 77 is Parker Kligerman. He's been uh, forced to be reckoned with for most of the races. However, near the end, he is nowhere to be seen as a top runner. He's usually right there in between 7th and 10th. So I'm going to give him the 9th position ranking. He moves up three spots. Number 89 of Landon Castle. I did not even have him ranked last week. He is able to move all the way up into the eighth spot and I think that's a really good spot to have him because you know what he showed a lot of talent in this race he's really good at the iRacing program so let's move him up there into the eighth position let's see how he does at Bristol another guy who wasn't even ranked but I had to move all the way up because he was a force to be reckoned with in the final couple of laps in fact he finished second was the number 37 of Ryan Priest. he did not crack the top 10 at Homestead he finished right outside it but however, I am going to put him 7th right now because he has shown his talent. He deserves to be up there. Probably the biggest loser of this week was Denny Hamlin. He won last week at Homestead, uh, winning the, uh, the first race of the season for both iRacing and also the Cup Series. So good for him. He always shows strong, but he did not show his talent in this race. I'm going to have to move him back 5 positions to the 6th spot. Alex Bowman did not have any problems with his dog as he did in the last race where he shot him up into the wall, took out Dale Earnhardt Jr. Allegedly. Um, I'm going to keep him in the top five. He's been doing really good. Um, he's not even a driver who does the iRacing. So for him to be up there in the top five, you know, great for him. And then my boy, William Byron. He's going to be in the fourth spot. He did finish near the back in the Homestead race, but he was running really, really good until he got into an accident. This race, he was the driver to be beaten, and he got beat, unfortunately. But let's not focus on that. Nobody focused on that. We'll put him in the fourth spot. Now into the top three. Dale Earnhardt Jr. in the number eight machine. I got to put him third because... He's been a top runner. He almost won the race at Homestead. And then this race, he ran into some problems. He was still able to get a sixth place finish. That is really, really good. That is top three worthy. And then driver of the number 51, Rick Rare Racing, he gains another position. Um, he, last week, he was ranked third. This week, he's now ranked second. Garrett Smithley in the number 51. He's been showing his talent. He just hasn't been the driver to beat. He's always been the top three driver. And he edged Dale Earnhardt Jr. So I'm going to move him up into the second spot. And then the guy who's number one, he was a force to be reckoned with at Homestead. He won the race at Texas. Like I said, in the Cup Series, I would rank him near last, but this one, all the cars are about the same, so he shows his talent, and that is Timmy Hill in the number 66. He has been an excellent driver throughout this iRacing league so far. We'll see how he does at Bristol, but for now, he is ranked first in my list. Congrats to Timmy Hill. You are a top dog, and our biggest loser, Denny Hamlin, in this top 10 ranking. You better pick it up at Bristol because... You drop five positions, if you drop another five positions, you will be in the hunt. And that will conclude the top 10 rankings. Obviously, it's going to change week by week, so we will check in on this next week after the Bristol race that will happen Sunday at 1.30 p.m. Eastern. Now, when is it my time, Oh my gosh. 
I think I'm going to regret this one. I, I, I said I would be adding new segments here, but um, I, 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 <laughs> I might be embarrassed after doing this one. But you know what? It's time to add some more um, humor to this podcast. So what better way than to bring out this persona right here that I've been starting? Let's give it up for Arrogant Analyst. And I got the perfect song for this as this is what I think of this man. Everyone sucks except me. Okay, let's get into this. Uh, First off, Arrogant Analyst, um, how you doing? You stuffed me in the back of your mind so far. I can see where your hairline started. Okay, okay, you're just being dickish right now. Oh, four inches of yours? Alright, alright, that's enough. That is enough. Do you want to introduce yourself? Hi guys, my first name is Hugh. And your last name? Asshole. Good God. Alright, you know what, let's get into this. We're going to start off with the first segment, and I'm just going to pass it back to you and think what you think. Sound good enough? Indubitably. Alright, we're going to start off with Matt DiBenedetto. He loses his top 10 after finishing 15th. Also looking back at his Twitter account, he posts a photo saying he did the entire race in his underwear. What would you have to say about Matt DiBenedetto? I say Matt is packing smeat, but he's no longer carrying a streak. Alright, alright, moving on. Um, Kyle Busch. Uh, Kyle Busch, last year's defending champion. So far in this iRacing League, he hasn't seen a top 15 yet. He finished 29th at Homestead and then 17th at Texas. What do you guys say about Kyle Busch? Looks like Kyle needs to grab some jumper cables and interstate car battery and hook it up to his nipples, since that's the only power he's shown. Oh. Salty against Kyle Busch. All right, moving on. Daniel Suarez gets disqualified for intentionally wrecking Ty Dillon in the closing laps of the race. This isn't the first time that he's shown his anger getting the best of him. As he got into a fight last year, let's flash back to Phoenix Raceway where he got into a fight with Michael McDowell because it cut him off in practice. What do you got to say to Daniel Suarez? Look, Daniel Suarez, you lost your ride at Joe Gibbs Racing. Then lost your ride at Stuart Haas Racing. Why are you still with the Coca-Cola family? Because you're more unwanted than an RC Cola. <laughs> God damn the hostility against Daniel Suarez. Alright, just two more people. Oh, let's see how you feel about William Byron. He had his strongest run yet since joining the NASCAR Cup Series, leading 80 laps at the Texas race, but fails to claim his first win as he got bumped out of the way with three laps to go. He has been the favorite so far to win every single race in the iRacing League, but hasn't yet gotten the victory. Well, if I had to say anything to your driver, I would say with his lack of success so far, I would tell him to go back to what he was known for, playing iRacing. But since he can't even seal the deal there, I guess there's nowhere left for him to go. Oh. Hey, screw you, man. That's that's my... Dr- okay, you know what? Whatever. Uh, last one. Let's go with Alex Bowman. He finishes in the top five at Texas with no problems. Talking about earlier, flashback to last week, he did have some problems with Dale Jr. When his dog took over the racing simulator, 
allegedly. What do you have to say about this turnaround? Oh, nothing at all. Good for him. Um, okay. But I will say something about Dale Jr. Last time he was taken out like that was at Kentucky by Danica Patrick three years ago. Alright, uh, what's your point? I think it's obvious, dumbass. Bitches can't drive. <laughs> okay, okay. You know what? You've had your fun. Let's let's end this segment right now before we upset anybody else. So that's the end of that segment with Eric and Analyst. Let's see if we bring that back in the future. I don't know. That was kind of ridiculous. But looks like we're running low on time, so let's wrap it up in true NASCAR fan fashion. Or at least the stereotypes that NASCAR fans get. It's time to close out with the future weekend schedule. So in true NASCAR stereotype fashion, let's pack in a dip and let's look at the future events with Mississippi Pete. All right, everybody, Mississippi Pete here, and this week was more packed in a room full of hot babes that turned out to be a family reunion. Woo, let's get into it. That Saturday, we will have a new event with ARCA, Xfinity, Evander RV, and Outdoor, NASCAR Peak Mexico, and wheeling Euro drivers racing ARCA Menard Series cars on Saturday night. Man, that's too many names for a guy can barely read. It will be called Saturday Night Thunder, and it will be watched on enascar.com. Dates will be pending. Fine. Sunday, we will head to All Night Bristol with Cup Series drivers only, since those guys in the Love Series suck anyways. This Food City Showdown will start at 1 p.m. Eastern on Fox. Then on Monday through Thursday, we will have NASCAR East 4 Pro Chat Challenge beginning April 6th on NBCSN. 21 drivers will be racing with multiple short tracks starting on Sunday at 7 p.m. Eastern. Best drivers will compete in the main event on Thursday at Martinsville. More news on that next time. And now let's send off in true NASCAR fashion. Give them a wheel! And ladies and gentlemen, it does not get more hillbilly than that. But if you guys did not hear him, races will start Saturday night. That's going to be the lower divisions on enascar.com. They haven't given the exact time, but I will let you guys know as soon as possible. And then the main races for the iRacing starts up again Sunday at Bristol Motor Speedway starting at 1 p.m. Eastern. You do not want to miss it on Fox Sports 1. That will conclude today's podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening. I had a lot of fun doing this, and hopefully you guys tune in next week when I do the the final results of the Bristol race as well as the future predictions for the week after. So this has been the Vanilla Wafer Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. We are signing off here. You all take care.